the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello. So the aim of this little podcast is to take a look back at the week that was in music history. So any given week, we take a look backwards and kind of say, oh, well, did you know in 1960, that this happened, etc., etc. So we're changing things up. <laughs> Upon saying all of that, we've decided we're going to look at the week forward rather than backwards. So we're going to take a little break. This is the last one for a couple of weeks. And then when we come back to it, we will be looking forward. So when we're talking about the week that is in music history, that is when you'll get the podcast. So it'll be at the start of the week rather than the end. So that should um, affect all three of you that have a listen to the whole thing. Busy all week, still looking backwards at this week that was in music history from July 25th until 29th. The week that ACDC gave us back in black in 1980, Mick Jagger celebrated 79 years on this planet and Queen are magic in Hungary in 1986 and lots lots more we'll start in 1965 when the freewheeling bob dylan plugged in went electric for his headlining show at the newport folk festival it's all supposed to be acoustic what's this crazy man doing well some were booing but some were loving us I love this story. Brian Johnson telling us about the time he's invited down to audition for ACDC. And of course, it was this week in 1980 that they gave the world Back in Black, Brian's first album with the band after Bon Scott's death and the band's sixth international album. How old are you? I went, what do you want to know? She went, I must know your age. If you are too old, you can. I said, for what? She said, uh, she said, for an audition with the band. I said, ah, which band? <laughs> She's gone, I cannot tell you this. And I said, well, you, I'm not coming down to London unless you tell us who it is. I said, it could be anybody, you know, it could be the monkeys. And she said, okay, I will tell you the initials. She wasn't too bright, this woman. <laughs> she, she said, it is AC and TC. I went, you mean AC and She went, scheiße. This was the week that the final edition of Top of the Pops was recorded at the BBC and Television Centre in London. Now, a moment in TV history. After 42 chart-topping years, it's the final countdown. It's still number one. It's Top of the Pops. We also remembered this week J.J. Cale, his anniversary. He died at the age of 74 in 2013. After midnight, we're going to let it all hang out. And we said big happy birthdays to Roger Taylor of Queen and Mick Jagger. Here's his friend Keith. Mick Jagger's Mick Jagger. He's uh, the best frontman in the business. There's loads of facets and variations on him, but... Uh, He's really a very honourable man, you know. I mean, under all of that crap. <laughs> One of my big jobs is to be a big show-off, really. I mean, that's really what it is. I suppose that's my job. 
for two hours to make people feel good. There was a solo record in the offing in 1968 this week after the implosion of The Mamas and Papas. Cass Elliot gave the world her first solo single, Dream a Little Dream of Me. Dream a little dream of me. In 1986 we go and Queen become the first Westerners to perform in the Eastern Bloc since Louis Armstrong in 1964. Now that was groundbreaking. They played Hungary. The gig was filmed and released as Queen Magic in Budapest. Hungary is one of the more open countries of the Eastern Bloc and bestriding the Danube, its capital Budapest, has the beginnings of a mixed economy. And interview shy Mercury faced the Hungarian cameras. So you look at it as a, as a beginning of your friendship with, with Hungary and with Budapest and it, it may last long, as long as Queen will last. If I'm still alive, I will come back. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fine. This week in 1979, the Boomtown Rats were number one with I Don't Like Mondays. Horrible old subject matter Bob Geldof remembers. As I sat there in an American city, down the road in another city, a teenage girl of 16 had taken one of the guns that her father gave her every Christmas and leaning out her bedroom window had begun shooting her school friends in the school just across the way. This was the week in 2006 that Prince got divorced for the second time. The newly public divorce documents offer a deeper look into the personal life of Prince. He married Manuela Testolini in 2001. In the divorce, she asked for more than $42,000 a month in temporary spousal support to maintain the lifestyle she had become accustomed to, saying there was no limit to the couple's spending. Goodness, this was the week in 1966 that a lady called Maureen Cleave did an interview with John Lennon. He went on to say in that interview, we're bigger than Jesus now. Of course, Christians around the world, particularly in America, in the Bible Belt, went crazy, organising Beatle bonfires and all sorts of stuff. John Lennon later apologised and was continuously clarifying what he meant. Well, I suppose the things I said are accurate, but out of context, you know. Well, and, you put uh, them in context? Well, I can't. It was a long time ago, but I just didn't mean what everybody thinks I meant, you know. I'm not anti-Christ or anti-religion. And as for those bonfires, well, there were rallying calls on the radio. We urge you to take your Beatle records, pictures and souvenirs to the pickup point about to be named. And on the night of the Beatles' appearance in Memphis, August 19th, They will be destroyed in a huge public bonfire at a place to be named soon. We already mentioned Mama Cass Elliot. Well, this was also the week that she died in her sleep from a heart attack in London. This was in 1974. Cass Elliot's amazing voice had been key to one of the most successful of 60s pop groups, the Mamas and Papas. She could have done anything she wanted. She'd love to perform. She could. She knew how to do it. But it wasn't just her phenomenal voice. Cass rewrote the rules on what a female pop star was. Before Cass, they were pretty, thin and submissive. They weren't supposed to know their own minds and they certainly weren't supposed to weigh 16 stone. And we said happy birthday this week to Patti Schialfa, who, of course, is a brilliant singer-songwriter, a great guitarist, and she's Bruce Springsteen's missus. And remembering here... 
trying to write songs when she had very young children around. You'd be trying to write, and they'd be involved in something all day, like with crayons. So intensely involved, and the second you pick up a guitar two rooms away, play one chord, Mom, <laughs> dear all the little feet, what are you doing? <laughs> like I'm, I'm committing some great infidelity. <laughs> That is a look at the week that was from July 25th until 29th in music history. We're going on a little break for a couple of weeks, but when we come back then, we will be taking a look at the week that is in music history. So instead of looking backwards, we'll keep things in the present day. For now, I'm Marty Miller, and thanks for listening.